Hello, gorgeous listeners. We meet again. Welcome back to Wishing You Wellness with Allison here on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and all of your other favorite streaming platforms. Each week together, we're going to dive into self-discovery, mental wellness, healing, and transformation into your most authentic and radiant self. This podcast will teach you how to live and accept radically, release resistance, forgive yourself, and find your truest flow in life. It's time for your weekly dose of wellness. Get comfy, babe. Good afternoon, or should I say good evening, I guess. It's five o'clock exactly here in St. Louis, so good evening, warm, radiant listeners. It is so good to see you. Welcome back to another week of Wishing You Wellness here on Spotify and Anchor and all of your other streaming platform faves. So the day finally came. I moved into my apartment in the city. Um, Brian and I just got a space in downtown St. Louis, and it is really freaking awesome because we have a patio. We're on the 10th floor at our apartment, so we have a patio. And from the little balcony patio thing, you can see Union Station, and we can even see the Ferris wheel lit up at night. It is so beautiful. We got crazy lucky with this view and with the complexes in general, like the washing machines take Apple Pay. I can't tell you how freaking futuristic and how cool that is to me. Like that is such a perk for somebody as absent-minded as me because it's like, I never think about taking change out until I haven't done my laundry for months and it's terrible. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's a really freaking good idea. If you're listening to this and you invented that, like huge fan of your work. Um, But yeah, summing this up, I got a new place in downtown St. Louis. And it's funny because I never really saw myself having a place in St. Louis since it's so close to where I grew up. I was always like, no, I wouldn't live there after college. No, no. But I've had these big realizations lately that a place has nothing to do with your journey, really. Like, honestly, you could be in Paris, you could be in Alaska, you could be at the bottom of the ocean. And the most important thing is your reactions and how you carry on about life. I feel like the bottom of the ocean was a bad example because you're probably caught up on the fact that you'd be drowning. So like, let's throw that one out the window. But you know what I mean? No matter where you are, you're still you and you're still going to have your unique set of problems. And so I think for a long time, I convinced myself that if I moved out of the Midwest, that would resolve all of my problems. I would no longer get mood swings. I would no longer have bipolar disorder. I would no longer have, you know, a traumatic past. I would no longer have any of these issues. And, you know, I moved to California. I packed up my car and I spent four months out there. And it was amazing in so many ways. But guess what? I was still me. I was still me. I was still the same person. I still had the same, you know, toxic traits I'm trying to unlearn. I still had the limiting beliefs and the negative mindsets that I have to rewire. Like, I was still who I am. And I still had to work hard to, uh, you know, keep moving forward and keep growing. And so here I am living in downtown St. Louis in this apartment only like an hour from where I grew up. And in the past, this would have made me feel terrible. And I would have gotten so in my head about what this meant. And if I was a failure and now my mindset shift has just turned into like, yeah, I'm in downtown St. Louis. How lucky am I? 
to get to soak up this awesome city for a while longer before I go to my next adventure, you know? And another thing that's kind of landed for me lately is I always want to be nomadic. I know in my heart that I was born to travel this earth. That is something that I'm certain of with myself. I love to wander. I love to get lost. I love to meet different people from different walks of life in different countries. But I also love to have a home base sometimes and to have somewhere to put my things and to, you know, have some comfort. And I like a good balance. And when I was in my early 20s, I say that like that wasn't two years ago, a year ago. When I was in my early 20s, I swore that I was never going to get an apartment again. I was never going to get a house, you know, anything like that, because that would mean I was settling down. And I didn't want to do that. But now I'm like, oh, that's so silly because I can still go on all of these adventures and these trips and meet these people and make these memories and also have an apartment to keep my shit in. (laughs) Like, it's such a limiting belief to believe that just because you have a home base and a safe space and, you know, comfort things, that you can't go have have adventures. Like, maybe you can't live that fully... 99% nomadic lifestyle, but you can come up with some sort of hybrid where you travel on the weekends or you go away for a month or two, then come back. Like something like that. I'm getting really off track, but travel is one of those things that just pulls me in and I can't stop talking. So um, yeah, after years and years of trying to run away from my city, I just came here by choice to spend 10 months. Uh, A lot of it is for my health, but also I want to be here. And I don't have to run away anymore. I have nothing to run from, you know? I'm here to find my flow because I feel like lately life has been like forcing everything and I don't want to force. I want to flow. I just want to flow. Um, Before we get into today's episode, really quick, if you are not following on Instagram, keep up with us. That's at wishyouwell.podcast. Shout out to this week's follower of the week. That goes to Jenica. Shout out, Jenica. Um, If you guys would like a chance to be follower of the week, all you have to do is tell me something that resonated with you in an episode. It doesn't have to be this week. It can be any week. And yeah, just tell me something that stuck with you. Without further ado, I don't want to waste too much time. This is already a short episode. Let's talk about today's topic. Today's topic is validation. And specifically today, we're going to talk about this concept of being able to validate ourselves, self-validation. And so first of all, why would we want to be able to do this? Why should I want to be able to validate myself if I can just seek it out in other people, right? There are plenty of men in the world who will call you pretty on Twitter if you post that thirst trap picture. There's plenty of people. So why would you want to validate yourself? The, the answer is within the question, I think. Is that how the phrase goes? <laughs> the answer within the question? Um, basically... If you don't learn how to validate yourself, you're going to spend the rest of your life seeking out validation externally, and that usually manifests in really awful ways, and it can look like a lot of things. Um, Seeking validation can lead you to chasing emotionally unavailable people who aren't really, you know, checked in. Um, Seeking validation can lead you to chasing anybody who would take you because you just want, want, want people to remind you that you're worth it and that you're pretty. Seeking that validation can lead you to kind of just always being on the tail end and like always chasing after that high and that feeling of, yes, I'm good enough because they said I am. 
and never really feeling content and never really feeling good because you're always in a just like a constant state of lack. That's what it is. When you need that validation, you're missing something. You need to be validated. Lack. Being able to self-validate will keep you from desperately seeking out validation in others. And this will keep your standards high. And this will keep you at a place where you're attracting people that you vibe with and people that are aligned with you and not just anyone you can find because you're just desperate and grabbing at anybody who walks by because you don't want to be alone. I also want to take a second to say this is one of those things where you're not going to be an expert when you start out. You're not going to validate yourself for the first time and be like, oh yes, that was the best validation I've ever gotten. I'm never going to seek it in anybody else again because I'm the master at validating myself. No, but start somewhere. Start today. Start right now. Because even though practice doesn't necessarily make perfect, practice does make progress. And so the more times you validate yourself, the better you're going to get at it and the more natural it's going to feel. Because if it doesn't feel natural, if it feels fake, like, you know, those affirmations that you read sometimes that are just so over the top that they're just like, I don't, I don't believe that when I'm saying it. It feels so fake. It's like, I am the most beautiful person in the room and the richest person I know. And it's like, I'm not going to say that because I don't believe it. You've got to be able to believe what you're saying to yourself. Otherwise, what good does it do? Your mind is a smart thing. It's very hard to trick your mind. Also, I feel like I should have said this earlier, but an example of validating yourself is just like, you know, when you're feeling really down and you go to your partner and you're like, hey, I feel crazy right now. Can you just like remind me that I'm not crazy? Or when you just finished your art project or the book you're writing or whatever it is and you go to show someone and you're like, hey, what do you think of this? You're seeking validation. You're seeking somebody to tell you, good job. I love it. So if you're able to validate yourself, if you're able to give yourself that high praise and recognize your good job and your artistry and whatever else, that's huge. But in order to start validating yourself, first you have to stop invalidating yourself. And this one's hard. This one is really, really hard because we're a society that thrives often validating each other's feelings and validating our own feelings and just like completely gaslighting ourselves and others. So start small, baby steps. I dare you the next time that you hear that little voice in your head that tries to invalidate your feelings, whatever it is. So you're having a bad day. You're like, dang, this is the worst day. And then that little voice goes, People have it way worse than you. You don't deserve to feel sad. Or maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm really nervous about this, but that's not okay. I'm not allowed to be nervous. I can't get scared. I'm not allowed to be afraid of that. Just hear that little voice in your head. Just hear it first. And then after that, tell it to shut the hell up. Be like, shh. Like put your pointer finger to its mouth. Shh. You have to stop invalidating yourself in order to be able to validate yourself. I think that oftentimes we invalidate ourselves because we don't want our feelings to seem dramatic or too much. And the thing is, you can validate your feelings 
without flying off the deep end, you know? Like, validating your feelings doesn't mean going to the whole world and screaming, I was right to be angry! I was right! No! Validating your feelings is just going, hey, yeah, I feel like shit, and that's okay. I feel like shit, and that's okay, and it's gonna pass. And that's just how I'm feeling in this exact moment of time, but that's all that means. It's not a permanent feeling. It's not going to last forever. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about just a few quick strategies for this. Um, These are going to help you begin to validate yourself in little tiny manageable ways. The first step is going to be start acknowledging those thoughts. Describe your feelings without passing any sort of judgment. I'm really angry right now. That makes sense. I feel very upset in this moment and very confused and hurt. I'm feeling super agitated by what they said. Just name what you're feeling. You don't need to dissect it into a million pieces. Just name the feeling that you're feeling out loud or in your head and just identify what it is and then watch it float by. I love that quote about being the observer of your thoughts and just watching them float by instead of being so emotionally involved with them. Because the thing is about our thoughts is we have millions and millions of them. And there's no telling what's our thought or what we saw on TV or what we, you know, subconsciously picked up through an ad on the radio. Like, you can't take ownership of each individual thought that comes through your head because when you're having those intrusive thoughts or whatever it is, those thoughts are not you. So when you become the observer... When you become the observer of your emotions and go, hmm, I'm feeling angry, that's powerful. The next step is don't judge yourself. Whatever emotions come up, whatever feelings come up, if you're feeling super triggered by something and you don't know why, that's okay. Show yourself compassion. Show yourself grace. It is okay. You're allowed to feel any and everything that you need to feel. You are a spiritual being having a human experience okay and you are also human so you're gonna have a lot of human feelings and there's a lot of emotion in this life there's a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns and it's okay to feel things you don't get a trophy at the end of your life for being the most jaded or the most the most emotionally unavailable or the most checked out in fact you get like an anti-trophy you get like a plaque that says i suck (laughs) I'm kidding. But my point is simple. Let these thoughts come up. Let these feelings come up. And don't judge yourself for them. Because when you're giving advice to a friend and they're going through a really tough breakup and they're just crying in your arms and they're like, oh, he was the love of my life. I thought we were going to get married. Are you going to go, no, of course you aren't, Brittany. You guys were 26. Like, of course you aren't. No, you're not going to say that. So why are you saying it to yourself? I've been trying that lately. I've been trying to tell myself that. If I came at a friend with the energy that I come at myself with, she would walk out. She would not be my friend anymore. So why do I give myself that kind of energy? Why do I give myself these low vibrations and these like snippy thoughts and these like catty remarks when I wouldn't even do that to a friend? You know, you have to treat yourself as cheesy as it sounds, how you would treat a best friend. Because you spend way more time with yourself than you're going to with any friend. So I would invest a decent amount of time in that because that's who you're going to spend the vast, vast majority of your life with. 
And here's the main point. When we validate ourselves, we create something that nobody can take away from us. When our validation purely comes from outside sources, our boyfriend, our friend, our mom, that can be ripped away from us at any point. And that's sad, but I'm not just talking about death, right? It could be a breakup, somebody could move, friendships fall through, whatever. But when you're relying on somebody else for your validation, there's always a chance something could go wrong. But you, you'll always have you. As long as you are here on earth, you will have yourself. So if you're able to give yourself that validation, if you're able to give that to yourself, no one can take that. It's like being able to control your inner world is so powerful because it doesn't matter what's going on in the outside world if you are in control of the inner world. And I'd also like to point out the fact that if you're able to self-validate, your friendships and your relationships are going to be so much healthier because you're not going to be constantly showing up seeking out that validation. You're not going to be going, hey, can you tell me this is pretty? Hey, can you blah, blah, blah? You're not going to be looking for it. You're going to have enough. And that makes people want to validate you more. It does. Like, I know that sounds crazy and counterintuitive, but like when you aren't chasing compliments, people want to give you more. When you're not chasing positive feedback, more will find its way to you. Try, just try and get back to me on that one. Well, you guys, I'm actually going to cut the episode right about here. I have to get going. I'm driving up to Chicago after this. I'm going to see Coldplay in concert. This will be my third Coldplay show. I saw them in St. Louis. I saw them in Minneapolis and now I'm seeing them up in Chicago. They put on one hell of a show. I mean, it is seriously the most animated and alive and electric show ever. Just like crazy flashing lights and balloons and fireworks and oh, I'm so excited. My soul really needs this as you can tell. So I am so glad you guys came to this beautiful episode with me. As usual, it has been so good sitting here and chatting and being a part of your daily routine. If you have anything that you would like me to talk about on an episode, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love taking suggestions and I would love to talk about whatever topic you have on your heart, on your mind. So yeah, just shoot me a message. Have a beautiful, beautiful week and I'll see you guys next time. This has been Wishing You Wellness.